0: Good good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. We're so blessed to have Ivory Smith, president of the Worcester County Double NAACP, along here with me, uh, who's been a close friend and mentor to me and coached me growing up in basketball. Ivory Smith, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. How about yourself?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much. Um, Ivory, can you just kind of touch on, uh, you know, like your upbringing and what really uh, was your passion in life to really start giving back and and helping in communities?
1: Well, uh, first of all, I'd like once again, I'd like to thank you for uh, allowing me this opportunity to speak to you and your guests uh, out there. Uh, I was born and raised right here in Maryland, but I was I lived in Berlin majority of my life uh, until maybe about four years ago. I moved into Wakamco County in Pittsville. Um, I was raised by my mother uh, in a single family household. Um, when I was about, I guess about 15, 14
2: years of age, uh, we became homeless. So mm-hmm. it kind of, kind of woke me up a little bit and kind of made me, you know, be aware of things that, you know, how can someone at my age be? Uh, to be homeless, but we made it through, um, thank the Lord that we did make it through, then I graduated from high school, I went to a couple uh, college courses, and I dropped out of college because I ended up having uh, a kid when I was in high school, so I thought mm-hmm. that I needed to take care of my, my child at the time, and focus on my college class a little later. So um, I ended up getting a job with the town of Ocean City, and I worked for the town of Ocean City for about 16 years, and I've seen the opportunity to
1: get out, and I ended up getting out. Uh, what made me really get into the NAACP was some things had transpired when I was working for the town of Ocean City. Mm -hmm. And I made it my commitment to myself that what had happened to me hopefully would never happen to anyone else. And Mm -hmm. since then, I've been involved with the NAACP on the uh, local level. Um, Also, I was active on the national level at a couple of conventions as being on one of the couple committees but but besides that I've just been active in NAACP for almost about sixteen years. I've been the president for Worcester County. This is my third term of being the president and I've just seen a lot and I've just seen a lot.
0: Absolutely. And Ivory, what is your message to anyone out there who may be considering or may see the workings of the NAACP? What is your message to them of, hey, that this is a powerful uh, organization that really uh, benefits a lot of people? What What is your message to them that they should uh, come on board with the NAACP?
1: Well, um, NAACP is the oldest uh, civil rights uh, organization that there mm-hmm. is.
2: Uh, with their with the NAACP, uh, there wouldn't be a lot of things uh such kind of as voters rights and uh, better health. But we just need to get involved. I mean we cannot speak getting back and complain about what has happened to us. It's about what can we do to change it and to be on board because if we want to NAACP we wouldn't be having the fancy jobs that we have, uh, wouldn't be in the professional sport that we have. So there's yeah. a lot that the NWC has transpired over the years. A lot of say, well, what has the done? Well, if you we get involved, you will see what the NWC has done and what the NWC can
0: do. Absolutely, and uh. Kind of touch on uh, what it meant to you when you received the key to the city in Ocean City, Maryland.
2: Well, first of all, I was shocked, to be honest with you. Uh,
1: I had the opportunity to bring in the greetings during the luncheon, and, and my job was to get the mayor of Ocean City to come and also bring their greetings. So when I was sitting down beside the mayor, they called the mayor up, you know, to... Do his greeting, and he said, "Well, I have the key to the city. I would like to mm-hmm. give someone." And he said, "Ivory, will you come up?" So obviously, I'm just thinking because I'm president of Worcester County NAACP that right. they, they wanted me up there to be alongside him, not knowing that it was given to me. So by him, wow. giving, by him giving that to me. <clears throat> meant a lot to me, and Mm it meant that they see the work that I am doing in the NAACP, and it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people think when the NAACP thinks it's about, it's a black and white issue.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's it's not a black and white issue. Sometimes it's just a common sense issue, Uh, some Mm -hmm. things that you should do and some things you shouldn't do, but, you know, me and the mayor, we've Ever since then, we had a pretty good uh, conversation here and there. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. And uh, as well, another uh, prestigious accolade you were awarded was the NAACP Dream Team Award. Kind of touch on that and what that meant to you.
1: Well, once again, (laughs) I was was shocked again. Uh, And the Dream Team uh, Award is given to individuals that has done a lot in their community. Mm-hmm. behalf of the uh At the time, the state president was Joel Stansbury, uh, and we've been friends for, uh, I would say, almost 16 years. Um, mm-hmm. And he was just saying the things that I was doing in the community were more or less just reaching out to individuals itself. And he nominated me to be on the dream team. And Green mm-hmm. Team has only been uh,
2: I guess developed for maybe maybe six years. Four or six years between four to six years it's only been in existence, and I was just one of the ones who received the award. And I was just so happy to receive it because actually that was the first time that I felt that I was recognized for the hard work that I have done or did Mm -hmm. in the NAACP. And when I do my work in the NAACP, I don't think about myself. I think about my members and my community
1: that I live in. I think about them and how it would benefit them as the community and also my members for more or less, I'm trying to set a pathway for my grandkids and my kids when they get older, especially my, my grandkids.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, the, the the final accolade, I want to kind of touch on here. Ivory is, uh, I believe it was in uh, just happened this year was when you received citizen of the year award from Worcester County for the NAACP, uh, or excuse me, for, for your works for your workings in the community in the NAACP. What did that, what did that mean to you?
1: Uh, you might've heard me say it twice. I'm going to say it one mm-hmm. more time. I was definitely shocked about this one here. Um, mm-hmm. The young lady, um, she's part of the union. Uh, she had, contacted me and wanted to know a working number for me. So I gave mm-hmm. her my cell phone number and then I got a call and I thought it was from her, but I had mixed it. It was mm-hmm. from her father and her father said that uh, someone had nominated me for citizen of the year. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Me? And he was like, Yeah, I'm like, first of all, who really know me that well to want to nominate me for an honor like this? And, mm-hmm. then, and I kept saying me so like, yeah. You well, you know, you being nominated citizen of the year, that means everyone has been looking at you, but more or less everyone has agreed that I should receive an honor like this. And I was just so happy. You know, I had my family there. And my sister came from uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, she came down. And it, it was just an honor to be honored by people. For more or less, I don't look for any accolades. I do mm-hmm. it because I like doing it. And it's not about me, it's about the work that I've done for the people. And that's how I look at it.
0: Absolutely. And kind of just take me along your journey. Obviously, uh, you know, you have an extensive coaching background. You've, uh, you know, you've been in NAACP for quite an extensive amount of time. What would you say, above all other encounters, was your most powerful moment that you just felt, uh, you know, above all others in your mind that, that you said, wow, I'm really making a difference, uh, whether it be in coaching or in your workings with the NAACP or anything that you're involved with in the community, what what one sticks out to you the most? What encounter?
1: Well, it's, it's a lot. I, I mm-hmm. feel uh, that I have countered. Um, I could say this, you know, not too many people my age that – have sought down with Julian Bond, uh, another great mm-hmm. civil rights leader uh, in the NAACP, mm-hmm. right. and talked to him. Uh, another journey was I had the opportunity to meet Jesse Jackson, uh, which uh, he had signed a card. I mean, I keep with me all the time. You know, and his favorite quote is, keep hope alive. You know, and I keep mm-hmm. that with me all the time because there is hope, you know it's all absolutely always hope, you know, and the other one was you know I had the opportunity to march with uh Martin Luther King the Third, you know, wow, so I'm so those things like that uh it makes me feel good, but i the most recent one uh really sticks out to me. And a real it's a real passion to me um is an opportunity last year to meet um Don Victor Mooney. Uh mm-hmm. was the first American who traveled from Africa to the United States uh by a rowboat and mm-hmm. took the slave passageway to and then came up. Uh, on the east coast with a paddle boat. It took him a month to do it, but he did it. And me meeting him, he wants to change the Harriet Tubman what well, Virginia Passageway to Harriet Tubman waterway. And we had the opportunity to go on the Capitol on Capitol Hill uh, on March 10th, um, to try to bring legislation to the Congress to change this waterway, it's not going to cost Congress anything. All they have to do is just sign. We want to change the Virginia Passage to Harriet Tubman Waterway. But on that day, that day the 10th, I had the opportunity of going to Harriet Tubman elementary school in Washington, D.C., and speak with some kids, but also introduce the young lady who did a reenactment of Herod. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a reception on Capitol Hill where we had recognized four, six ladies uh, in the labor movement
2: uh, about and talk about Harry because but also gave him a work of this movement here. This could, could be, be a history making movement. But you gotta be able mm-hmm. to follow your path and do what you need to do, but it can't be about honor, about what we can do. Because if it wasn't for heavy problems, so what we do is I feel a women's movement Work today because all the shows that three but it took
1: a woman
2: to do that. Besides, every single movie was a grown
0: up, right? And, um, can, can you just kind of touch on Ivory? I, obviously, you've had. Uh, an extensive, enduring, uh, very efficient career uh, in in all your workings, if somebody was out there looking uh, for some insight and some wisdom and knowledge of, hey, how do I do something for longevity, but also uh, at such a high level, what is your advice to them to do something in life, but not only do it, but at at such a high level to go above and beyond? What is your, what is your, some, some keys for them?
1: Well, one is,
2: do you really want to do it? Whatever the task mm-hmm. is. Do you really want to do it? Not just for that needs, right. do what you need. But to tell you what you want to do. Second is scary allergies, I'm not sick. Yes sir. You know. Alright, thank you. Alright, so, uh you uh, have to put Christ first in your life because he's right. the leader of everything that I do. He's the creator of everything that you do because without Christ, you would not be here today.
1: So you got yeah. to be able to have the passion, the wisdom, so the ability to do what you want to do. Just like bodyguarding, you know, it right. takes a strong and special kind of person to do bodyguarding, to be a professional athlete. It's got to be mm-hmm. that special person, and you got to be able to commit to whatever you do.
0: Absolutely. And uh, uh, recently I was named an ambassador for bodyguards against bullying. Ivory, uh, what is your message uh, to anyone out there who may be enduring any type of bullying, uh, whether it's in any type of form? What what is your message against the fight against bullying?
1: Well, I will say this is no one should be bullied. There's no Mm -hmm. room for being bullied. And if you are being bullied, you got to be able to speak up, but more or less tell that person that is bullying you to back off. I'm not the one that to be to be want to be bullied. And if the person that is bullying you, that makes them less of the person than who they are, mm-hmm. because what would you want someone else to bully you, or well, more or less? Would you want someone to bully your kid or someone in your family? Do you want them to be bullied? Sometimes you got to put the shoe on the other foot. And that's what I do most, most of the time. I put the shoe on the other foot. What would Mm -hmm. I do in that situation that you're in? Absolutely.
0: And um, le- lastly, here uh, I know we got to wrap this up here, Ivory. Um, can you just touch on any workings your your uh you know that will happen for you in the near future? What can we expect uh, expect from you, Ivory, here in the new future? Anything that you're working towards, um, whether it be with the NAACP or any any life endeavors? What can we
1: expect to see for- hear from you soon? Stay tuned. That's what I'll- right. <laughs> I. Right, because I'm getting ready to do then it wouldn't be a surprise to the
0: absolutely well, absolutely and um you know I, I appreciate it so much uh, you know for the opportunity to you know get get some gain some uh, valuable insight and uh you know you've had such an extensive journey as I touched on and uh you know you you really inspire uh you know an, an entire community and people all across the world and uh you know, it's just uh, it's an honor to call you, uh, you know, a friend. And, uh, you know, I appreciate everything that you've done in my life and that, you know, that you do for others, most importantly.
1: Yes, uh, I appreciate it. You know, you know, back in the day when I was coaching you, um, I'm still the same person, uh, you know, when my son has played with us, uh, well, for us on on our, on our team. Mm-hmm. I didn't treat him no different than I treated any other player on my team because I don't believe in showing um, special treatment because if you show mm-hmm. special treatment back then you'll want that special treatment today and that's one thing I don't want special treatment and like I said before it's not about me or I it's about what we can do together
0: yeah, absolutely and, and I can attest to that that um, you know when I was able to coach alongside you and and we had, uh, you know, your son uh, on our team that, you know, he didn't get any type of, uh, you know, specialized treatment that, you know, you treated everyone equal. And uh, it was really just an attribute of of your character, Ivory, that, uh, you know, you're able to, uh, you know, be just uh, to honor everyone the same in life.
1: Yep. Yep. That's it. I, I, I really did. You know, and I will say this, you know, I am proud of what you are doing and what, you will continue to do and first of all put christ first
0: absolutely faith is uh of the utmost importance you know got to always keep god and and faith number one because uh you know when when that's number one in life really everything else just kind of falls into place really that you know no no weapon formed against you will prosper and that you know whatever you come across you're going to prevail with god in your corner
1: yep you're you're so you're so true you know just like you know when i was nominated uh one of the black leaders in the community, you know, that was another shocker to me. But, you know, just uh someone just to recognize me as being a leader, you know, mm-hmm. a of people is is a lot. It's a lot of things that you have to deal with, a lot of uh, being talked about, being criticized, you know, a lot of he should have done this. He should have done that, but it's not what I should have done. It's what how oh, Christ led me to do it. So that's how I how I take things. Absolutely,
0: and um, you know that's so important. And uh, just just lastly, very quick here, if you just have one more moment, Avery, can you just touch on uh, any young man or any young lady that would be wanting to pursue their dreams? What is what is the the absolute must that they must do in life to? If it is your dream in life, if you want to really fulfill that, what is the number one thing that comes across your head of, hey, they have to do this if they want to be if they want to say, you know, whether it's, hey, I want to be the next NBA star. I want to be, you know, heavily involved in in workings with the NAACP and work my way up, uh, you know, to 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 powerful positions in that or whatever it may be. What is your advice to them?
1: Education. It's your Education. Uh, You may want to be that professional basketball or that professional football or or baseball or however you may want to be. Uh, Get your education because that one bad play uh, can end your career and you have nothing to fall back on. Your education, that's one thing that can never be taken away from you is your education. You can have your house, your car, all that stuff be taken away from you. As long as you've got your education, you can never go wrong. But make sure you get your education and what you want to do in life, you got to keep moving forward. Don't look back. You always can look back and say, I should have done this. But by moving forward is, I can do this. I can do this. So keep moving forward. Don't look back. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, again, I thank you so
0: much, Ivory, uh, for your time and, and, uh, all of your, uh, you know, powerful and knowledgeable insight that you were able to provide us with and all your, uh, you know, uh, powerful testimonies of, of your workings in the NAACP, NAACP and, uh, you know, just your life journey. It's, it's truly an inspiration and, uh, uh, I truly appreciate it again and uh, look forward to having you back on here uh, sometime in the near future. Again, this is Bubba's Bodyguards Podcast. I truly appreciate, uh, again, Ivory Smith, the Worcester County President of the NAACP, for taking some time today to just, you know, host a conversation. And uh, this podcast is available on all major podcast platforms.
2: Thank all you, man. Right, take
1: care. God
2: bless. All right. You too. Thank you so much. God bless.